I felt if you're already complex dancing. I thought I could dance. Wow. Let God be praised. Now, when they were talking about, um, when, when David was introducing the, um, that you can imagine when there's a state function and the queen just started dancing. I remember very clearly there was a YouTube clip where somebody, they, you know, this uh, parody is, and that the queen was actually doing a somersault. I couldn't find it. <laughs> but I found the one with Prince Charles, and um, he was doing break dancing. So you can go and search that. Now, what, what that brings to mind um, in the midst of all that is that you can't picture some things until somebody tries to turn it around for you. And it's also sweet to see that what happens if in reality such people can lose everything so that they can exalt the most high God. And it's along that line, especially that we'll be talking today about singing unto God. Singing unto God. And our test is taken from Psalm 96, verse 1. Psalm 96, verse 1. I was sharing with the workers this morning, and my statement to them is that it is not by mistake that we spend a lot of time in our services in singing and dancing and rejoicing before God. Um, if you total all the time we spend in singing unto him, uh, you will see that is the greatest chunk put together. And the purpose of that is that that's the only thing the Lord takes from us. Hallelujah. And I pray we shall not fail him in Jesus' name. Rock of Ages, we thank you. We are grateful that we have the liberty to worship you. We thank you, Lord, for the songs that has been raised up to you this morning. You alone are worthy to be praised and adored. Accept our thanks and praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, this afternoon we pray. You will lead us into a new dimension of singing and songs unto you. You will lead us into a new realm of connecting with you through songs and receiving blessing from you. Father, we're not coming because we know. We're coming because we don't know. We're coming because you know and you can give unto us freely. I pray that this day, Lord, you will give unto your people very freely without holding back in the name of the Lord Jesus I take authority against every dampening spirit. The spirit that will not allow people to be free to receive of you. We put a mark and a resistance and a barrier against them. And we say, let the people of God be free to worship him in the name of Jesus. Every Pharaoh spirit see, trying to operate in the mind of anyone. Holding him or her back from enjoying the liberty of worship. Let the people of God go in the name of Jesus. And let praise fill this house, O oh God. Let liberty fill this place. Because in your liberty, we find victory. Lord, release your people from every bondage. Known or unknown in the name of Jesus. We give you honor and praise, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now, the way this sermon is going to go is that I may stop any time and we break into singing because I sense that one of the things the enemy is doing is to shut the mouth of people from singing and from praising God. And he knows that when our mouths are shut, we keep talking about a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Actually, a closed mouth in praise more than a closed mouth in prayer. Because one thing the Lord does not skimp upon is blessing unto those that praise him. 
And you can look through the scriptures that this issue of praising God is so paramount in his heart. May the Lord give you a singing mouth and a rejoicing heart in the name of Jesus. And that will begin from now because your participation is required. You need to shake yourself free. When the worship started, I sensed that the enemy is trying to put a dampener on the service. I was upstairs and now we need to shake. Thank God we've been able to move a little bit. But farther than this, we need to go. So that's why wherever you are, you will shake yourself free. And say, I'm free. And you need to believe it. You need to believe it. We're having my prayer, prayer on Saturday. The same thing happened and I know it's part of the strategy of the enemy. You need to make up your mind. I will bless the Lord at all times and the prayer shall continually be in my mouth. In fact, I was weak and tired myself. I just felt a little bit weak because it's a part of the strategy of the enemy. But you need to make up your mind. You will rise and praise this God. Will you praise him? Will you praise him? Will you look beyond where you are and you will look to where the Lord is taking you? And he will give you the grace to do so in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 96 verse 1, somebody shout hallelujah. Now, if you are not new, to, if you are new to this and you are not conversant with it, what we are trying to do, or what we are saying, is that you have a need to go before the King of Kings, and something wants to hold you back. If I were you, I would push it aside. Bartimaeus was in that situation; he wanted something from the Lord, and the Bible says he was shouting. Oh, thou son of David, have mercy. And people were asking him to keep quiet. The Bible said, and the more he shouted. Now, the man made up his mind. He was not going to base it on what people are saying, but he was going to release himself into that. I've told you before, the easiest way to worship God is to start from the spirit and come into the flesh. But sometimes you can start outside and go inside. Amen to that one. Now, everybody, we need to make up their mind. Thank God for testimonies today. I, my, the pressure in my heart, as you know, got a lot of teaching to give you here, but the pressure in my heart this moment is that somebody is about to be denied their blessing because the enemy will not allow you to sing and praise God. You better believe it. They gave the testimony of a child, and please always pray for your leaders that God will give them insight all the time. They pray for a child here yesterday, just this, but most of yesterday, after I had an engagement in town about noontime, uh, after we had the early morning prayer, I went back home, and as, as I was there, uh, the Lord kind of restricted me that I should spend time to meditate in his presence. And during that time of meditating in his presence, the Lord showed me two things, and, and he, does do, he does that to me a few times. And I saw a child being strangled. It was, it was, it was I couldn't flash, it was a vivid vision. Just like somebody tied around the neck of the child. But I knew, I, I didn't know where that was from. It looks like a newborn child or whatever. And by the grace of God, I don't know exactly the time that happened. I would like to find out so that that would guide me in also working with God. And only for us to hear today that God actually delivered the child from death. You know, may God keep the eyes of your leaders open. And may God keep your own eyes open as well. Yeah. I'll be praying with some people. I didn't know them because I wrote it and my wife came. She was in, uh, out of town yesterday. She came back. She saw an envelope by my bedside. She said, oh, is, that, is that what are you writing there? Because those things were coming so quickly. There was another one the Lord gave me there. I'll be sharing that with a particular group later on this afternoon. 
The long and short of it is what I'm saying is that, and I will tell you some of the things that preceded that. It's what I'm going to talk to you about. It is coming into his presence in worship. There's just no way you can just serve this God by your own head. It's not going to, it's not going to do. One will run to a brick wall quickly, and one will not be able to go very further. But the Lord is here to give us great help today in the name of Jesus. Please let your amen be loud and clear. I, I do this everywhere because the reason for that is that if you don't shake yourself, I am repeating that. I didn't say that last week. I didn't say that two weeks ago. I didn't say that four weeks ago. I'm saying that today because the enemy is up to something. We're not afraid of him. I wish you would catch that quickly. I wish we would just catch that quickly. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Oh, we shall lift him up here. He who dwells, sorry, I need Psalm 96. I was up to Psalm 91. Psalm 96, verse 12. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Songs are very powerful and they are universal. Uh, universal means that songs is probably one thing that possibly every creature gets involved in. Uh, we may not be aware of that, but you know the whales they sing. You know the birds they sing. You are used to the birds singing. In actual fact, in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 12, it says the trees, they clap their hands. So God has built it into nature that Everything sings unto him. And what I find out is that the more universal a thing is, the more necessary it is for life. And I'll give you a good example. Air is very universal. I'm talking about singing. I'm talking about songs, how universal it is, and how important it is. We'll go to some dimension of songs today, and, and how you will be blessed, and you will use that in this new month that we are entering into. You know, air is everywhere. You agree with me? Water is everywhere, you agree with me. But of between air and water, which one is more important for sustaining of life, sustenance of life? Air. Because there's a rule of thumb they use. And, and never lose sight of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the importance of songs and how it is life-sustaining. There's a rule of thumb they use and a rule of three. And it's an average. They said you can't do without air for how many minutes? Three minutes. That's a rule of thumb. That you cannot do without shelter in very adverse condition for more than three hours. That is, if you are exposed into the air there and you don't have a cover in a peak of winter, three hours, the person is very unlikely to make it. All right? He said if you are, expo- if you, if you are denied water, for three days, averagely, for those that have not got sufficient reserve, life will go. And food for three weeks. So three minutes, three hours, three days. Now, in that order, you will find that that is the importance of that. I don't know where I'm going to put songs, but by the time we finish, I'm trusting the everlasting Father. He will give you a deep insight onto the need for songs. May I challenge you, how many of you, apart from the one we sang in church today, sang at least two songs this morning? 
at least two songs. How many of you, sing, apart from the one we sang in church, how many of you sing at least two songs every day? You're not doing too badly. Every day. Good. Then, I will quickly fast forward to the kind of song you sing. Alright? So, you've told me that, okay, you are there. But if I up the ante, because two songs a day, to be honest with you, is not particularly stellate. But we give us a pass mark. Five songs a day. Don't lie. Five songs a day. Alright? So, those that sing five songs a day, how do you divide it? Somebody wants to help me. Is it during the day or during morning devotion? How do you sing your five songs throughout the day? You sing at every point. Fantastic. Fantastic. Alright? So, that is part of the model that we need to use. To sing everywhere. But see, the problem that I have with this singing is the impact that it has on you. Because one thing is to sing, it's another thing for you to have the right impact. Alright, so, if we do that together, it's going to be short, which means, as the Lord laid on my heart, we're going to spend a lot of time singing today. Praise the Lord. Alright, so, what kinds of songs do we sing in, in categories? I, I, I use the easiest one. We sing praise songs, isn't it? Praise songs. Okay, what kind of praise songs do we sing? Huh? Exhortation. Those are big words. Thanksgiving. Raise one Thanksgiving song for us. Huh? We give you thanks. Okay? I know when we sing, we don't take time to categorize them. But also we can fall to the error of just eating unbalanced diet and singing. Because many, we sing so much to God without singing about God. Singing about God, we, t- we talk about who he is for others to hear about. And so, it's pointless if you just continually sing about God and you don't sing to God. Singing to God is to tell him how you love him. It's to tell him how you care. It's to tell him, let me give you a good example, a few examples here. Singing about God, there is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside him. So, whoever hears that, they will know what I'm talking about. No other name like the name of Jesus that you are singing about God. I had one yesterday when I was just driving. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washes white as snow. I'm singing about God. I had that many years ago. I had it again on the radio yesterday. It meant so much to me. Jesus paid it all. So when we sing about God, we are letting others that hear it 
have a reflection of who God is. But you can also sing to God. Hallelujah. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Now listen, we, we, we sing that together. That, so, some of those songs, they are stronger prayer than you can fashion with your own words. And that is exactly what we're talking about. Now using the weapon of songs to attain to where the Lord is taking you. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in thee. Yes, Lord. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies fall. Songs give you prayer points. That's where you, you develop your prayer points. Now, if this Thanksgiving Sunday, my fear with songs without discouraging us is that songs can be so powerless if we don't set our hearts to them. I've made sure I mentioned that to you before by the special grace of God. There is nowhere that we enter. I've sauntered into some churches before that you probably say they're far from being evangelical or spirit-filled. And because they were singing the old-time hymns, I found myself so overcome because I decided to shut out the world and I connected to God. There's power in songs. Not just the one that we just sing at the family altar and everybody's rushing to, to finish it time to sing. But there is a major category of songs that God has used to minister to me personally and I can link every major move of ministration of God that I've done in this church to this particular category of songs. I call them songs of consecration. Many a times we don't sing songs of consecration anymore. Anybody song of consecration that you are there? Anybody song of consecration? Eh? All right, I surrender all. When you sing that, does that still mean anything to you? When you say, I surrender all. All right, anyone? I give myself away. Take my heart and let it be. Consecrate a lot. I love that one. Take my moment and my days. Let them in ceaseless place flow. In actual fact, that's a very nice one. If you put that, take my heart and let it be. Just, just let's, let's flash that on the screen, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let, let us sing that meaningfully. Is somebody there with me? It's traditional love. Or everyone should be able to connect onto that. They are praying there.
Listen to that very well. Take my lips and let them be than you can imagine. Do you know that in heaven, one thing they do for sure is to sing. In fact, there's one particular place that, that, that blew my mind. I've, I first read it around 1984. It was saying, then Brother that was teaching it in University of Ibadan. And he was teaching Revelation and I became do that interest Revelation for me. Please turn to Revelation chapter 5 for me. Revelation chapter 5. Just put it in verse 1. And let's read that together. Just to tell you the importance of this thing called songs, even as it impacts the heavens. Go to around verse 7 for me. Okay, thank you. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Next verse. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Go back to verse 8 again, please, if you may. Listen carefully. It says, when he had taken the scroll, that is when the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb had taken the scroll, what happened? The four living creatures, take note, uh-huh, and how many elders? How many altogether? 28. Fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp, hallelujah, and golden bowls full of incense. Go now to verse 10 for me. Verse 10, please. Verse 10. It says, And they were singing that he has made us kings and priests of our God, and we shall reign on his earth. Number 11, please. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures... Are you getting it now? And the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. In our language, what shall you call that? Millions and millions or billions. All right? That's billion plus 28. So it started with just four, 24 joined them. Then later on, we had millions singing. What a choir. What a singing. That's heaven. So, you don't stay on earth and say, you know, come see, come sir. Whether we sing or we don't. Go to the next verse for me, listen, verse 11. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Verse 13. And every creature, somebody say every creature, which is in heaven and 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 such as in the... What does that tell you? Is it talking only about human beings? What are the ones in the sea? Squids. What are the ones in the squid sea? Whales. Shark. Octopus. 
Hein? Hein? Shark. Crayfish. Somebody is interested about food. And crabs. They all were singing. And all that are in them I heard saying, so suddenly crayfish will speak one day. Suddenly shark will sing one day. So when they say, let not the stone take my place, that's what he's talking about. Don't let crayfish be numbered when you are not singing. Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Tell yourself, I will sing. And not the old singer, you will sing a new song. I will sing a new song. Not the old one. Not the one that I was singing just in my... So much of songs of consecration. I, I, as I mentioned to you, I, I, there was another one I liked. To be in your presence. Ah, you don't know that one. No, Richard. Anybody? Good. Put it on the screen for me, please, if you have it. To be in your presence. To sit at your feet. Where your love surrounds me. And makes me complete. This is my desire. Oh Lord. This is my desire. Thank you Jesus. This is my desire. Oh Lord. This is my desire. A pure that's what I long for. Heart that follows after you. A pure heart. That's what I long for. Heart that follows So the sin will not come in, had us undivided, but one you rule and reign, had peace, compassion for you, my Lord, sweet aroma of worship. Purify my heart, let it be as gold and precious silver. Purify my heart, let it be as gold.
grace, oh God. Holy set apart, set apart for you, my master, ready to do your refiner's To be holy, Lord, to be to be holy. Rise on your feet with me and let us worship this most high God. I choose to be holy, holy, yes, if you've not sang in private. You know, one will be a hypocrite. 
you know, so let, let this be a private thing between us and God. Let the tears flow in the place of songs unto the Most High God. Let the time come that the place of outpouring of your heart in song unto God will be the place of power. And of course, the place of fire as well. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your love. Yeah. 
give us songs. Give us songs. Give us songs right from your heart. And help us to be sensitive when you give us those songs to respond immediately. There are songs of victory. There are songs of war that leads to victory. Lord, when we sing them, let victory come our way. Teach us to sing. Not just the melody. Not even just the lyrics, but the spirit. For they that worship God, they shall worship him in spirit and in truth. He said, you should share with your people a new song. We can sing previous songs in a new way. And we can have fresh new songs all together. Whichever way, Lord, from this very moment forward, let heavens be opened over our lives as we take this weapon of songs in our mouth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let it be a new day. Let the place of songs and singing be the place of power. Nothing is insurmountable if Jesus is with us. Because high places shall become low. I can face tomorrow because he lives. I can face tomorrow. Just sing it meaningfully to yourself and believe every word. Oh, fear is gone. Thank you, Father. Because I know. Because I Gospels, there's only one place where the Bible mentioned that they sang. Only one place. In Matthew chapter 26. You know the circumstances that we they sang? The Lord was going to the cross. After he said the Holy Communion, the New Covenant, and the Bible says, and they sang, after they had sung a song, they went to the Mount of Olive. After that, the Lord was second time tempted prayer gets him and after that he went to the cross song preceded a major trial are you going through trial may the Lord give you a song are you going through a good time may the Lord give you a song may the Lord take you to this new dimension that we've never known before you have probably ventured into it Occasionally, but may he be a place of dwelling for you. Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16, the Bible says, with fetters and shackles in their hands and feet, they sang. I would have loved to hear the song they were singing. I'm sure. In actual fact, the Bible didn't say they sang. He said they sang praises. And they prayed and they sang praises unto God. May the Lord teach me to sing.
May the Lord teach me to connect with sorrows. The oft neglected blessing the Lord has given unto the church. May we return unto it one more time. Because in the singing today, there will be a visitation over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Power of sin shall be broken. And you will be free. Chronic illnesses, the Lord will set you free from them. And how true, a sister says, even at the desk, she homes. Yes, I do home everywhere. Lord, I want to home it differently. Home it so that when the heavens hear me, earthquake will come and we sink all the adversary set against me. Lift your two hands onto the heavens as I close. This moment is to receive the divine ability to do that which will bring victory to you. And so, Father, by your special grace and mercy, start us from today on a new path of singing new songs unto you. David was given the throne of Jesus. It's not the other way around. Jesus is not given the throne of David. It was David that was given a temporary sitting on that throne because he knew how to sing. Lord, lead us to that place and let your name be glorified. Put those two hands on your heart, if you may. And by the special grace of God, we shall all experience something totally new and different from now on. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Fill our hearts with heavenly songs. Fill our lips with songs of victory and power. And let the devil bow. And let Jesus be glorified. Thank you, eternal Father. We give you all honor and glory. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Hallelujah.